the World Health Organization the COVID-19 pandemic is straining health systems in many countries. The rapidly increasing demand on health facilities and health workers threatens to leave some health systems overstretched and unable to operate effectively. Previous outbreaks have demonstrated that when health systems are overwhelmed, deaths due to vaccine-preventable and treatable conditions increase dramatically. Even though we are in the midst of a crisis, essential health services must continue. Babies are still being born, vaccines must still be delivered, and people still need life-saving treatment for a range of other diseases. WHO has published guidelines to help countries balance the demands of responding directly to COVID-19 while maintaining essential health services. To help countries manage the surge in COVID-19 cases while maintaining essential services, WHO has also published a detailed practical manual on how to set up and manage treatment centers for COVID-19. The manual covers three major interventions. First, how to set up screening and triage at health facilities using a repurposed building or a tent. Second, how to set up community facilities to care for mild patients. And third, how to set up a treatment center by repurposing hospital wards or entire hospitals or by setting up a new hospital in a tent. The manual covers structural design, infection prevention and control measures, and ventilation systems. This is a life-saving instruction manual to deal with the surge of cases that some countries are facing right now. Group of eight countries, G8 countries, France, Germany, Italy, United Kingdom, Japan, United States, Canada, Russia. Earlier today, I spoke to trade ministers from the G20 countries about ways to address the chronic shortage of personal protective equipment and other essential medical supplies. We call on countries to work with companies to increase production, to ensure the free movement of essential health products, and to ensure equitable distribution of those products based on need. Specific attention should be given to low and middle income countries in Africa, Asia and Latin America. In addition, WHO is working intensively with several partners to massively increase access to life-saving products including diagnostics, PPE, medical oxygen, ventilators and more. We understand that many countries are implementing measures that restrict the movement of people. In implementing these measures, it's vital to respect the dignity and welfare of all people. It's also important that governments keep their people informed about the intended duration of measures and to support for older people, refugees and other vulnerable groups. Governments need to ensure the welfare of people who have lost their income and are in desperate need of food, sanitation and other essential services. Countries should work hand in hand with communities to build trust and support resilience and mental health.
months ago, WHO published the Strategic Preparedness and Response Plan with an initial ask of $675 million to support countries to prepare for and respond to COVID-19. We're very grateful to the many countries and foundations who have contributed. More than $622 million US dollars have been received so far. We continue to be encouraged by the signs of global solidarity to confront and overcome this common threat. The commitment of G20 countries to work together to improve the production and equitable supply of essential products shows that the world is coming together. And coming together is the only option we have. Unity is the only option we have to defeat this virus. The World Health Organization